Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life, not just a passing dream. So for those of you who are new to my platform, my name is Odessa. I am a womb wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and I am so glad to be here sharing this work, this passion with you, this love of healing, wellness, and, you know, just basically self-care. How can you adequately cultivate your own wellness? Um, today, I wanted to talk about the idea of emotional armoring, you know, the concept of us staying silent when we see things happen to women around us, when we ourselves experience things happening to us and uh, we stay silent and the body eventually begins to create armoring around the defenses, um, the traumas, the unresolved issues that we're experiencing. And speaking more specifically from the experience of someone who has a womb, as a woman, as a womb carrier, an egg carrier, um, and also for those who are uh, birth workers who work with women. So women, um, us ourselves and those who work with women. So, you know, doulas, nurses, um, you know, health practitioners, you know, who support people who who are who serve other people right like i'm the the concept is so big for me i find it interesting you know especially in business they're like you have to niche down and it's like listen this work affects everyone who carries a womb that's it you know what i mean um and so as those who care, we care for others we are the natural nurturers we are the natural givers we are the we are the ones who will naturally do for others. We tend to be more in the feminine, based off of our uh, body uh, parts, physiological parts, um, and just kind of how we're geared. Right, <clears throat> having the internal organs creates a different layer. Right, yes, the caregivers it creates a different layer of protection of nurturing because of where the organs are anatomically located. So I want to make sure and clarify this when we're talking about this. And when we're also talking about the physiological, um, you know, positioning of the male's anatomy, um, testicles and scrotum, uh, the penis, it's on the external. So there's more of a defensive nature of needing to protect, right? So I want to make sure and clarify these two pieces so that we can understand um, some of the basis of where I'm coming from when we talk about feminine and masculine. Everybody has it. Everybody has feminine and masculine, but we, we 
um, express them in very different ways. Um, some people more than others, some people because of an imbalance, some people because of a choice, some people because of, you know, just many different layers and levels to it. So I want us to just keep this in mind. But when we are, yes, when we're talking about feminine energy, I am leaning more towards a nurturing, protecting, um, nourishing aspect, just to make sure I clarify um, and lay down the groundation um, work, right? And also people who tend to lean more on the side of being empathetic um, and intuitives, right? Those who are soft-hearted in ways and want to help. Those people who are the go-betweens, like this is this is where this conversation um, is coming up. And I know, I think you know who you are or what you lean towards, however this looks for you. Um, you know, we uh, often see different layers of um, what you would, what I would call just abuse towards women. You know, you can call it misogyny, you can call it, you know, um, birth rape, you can call it, you know, your, your doctor's not listening to you, you can call it, you know, microaggressions at work, you can call it sexual abuse, you can call it mental, emotional, physiological, like, you know what I mean? Like, we are always in some way, shape, or form, and this is not taking away from, you know, men and, and what they experience, but I'm talking more specifically about women and how we are receiving and experiencing trauma in our bodies and as a collective. It's a very, very nuanced um, conversation here, right? And so we're seeing and experiencing these things. Um, and, you know, another layer onto that, we have this Roe versus Wade, right? Like, you know, who has access to healthcare, who doesn't have access to healthcare. And I'm watching, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing some of the stories that are coming out in the news about women who are, you know, just missing the mark, or it's like, you know, we know that this is going to be a very traumatic pregnancy, and you don't have a choice. So, you know, we have to watch our kinfolk, experience what we would consider to be traumatic um, situations and circumstances. And what happens is as a collective, people in general, womb carriers specifically, we receive the information and we hold this in the collective, in the collective and that feminine energy, right? So we're holding onto this, this trauma that we're, we're, we're living and we're experiencing in. And and so, you know, there's that experience of, of absorption, right, by osmosis, by being around it, by seeing it, by hearing conversations, by seeing it online, you know what I mean? By having your own um, interface with it, with your family members, with your close friends, your work, your, your doctors, right? Like, you know, how many stories do I hear of women who go into these environments and they're ex ex expecting to have safer experiences and it doesn't work out for them, you know, be it whatever their circumstances are, a hysterectomy, myomectomy, you know, uh, appendectomy, whatever um, it is. Uh, you know, my question to you is, you know, how are you processing this? How are you dealing with this? How women receive an experience? This is very, very important. Crystal H, high, Crystal High P. Wanted to make sure I said your name properly, right? Yes. Right. How, how are you processing this? You know, we we will numb ourselves and, and, you know, put up these immediate defenses to say that, you know, we can get through it. And, you know, because we need to, uh, especially if you're in healthcare and you are dealing with people, you know what I mean, more specifically. But, you know, as people who are 
always, you know, on the lookout for the next person or experience that you're needed, right? Um, exactly. How are you processing, you know, and what are your coping me mechanisms? You know what I mean? And, and is it coping that we really want to do? And if you are, are you even able to do that, right? So we're seeing these maimed and hurt experiences and we're not processing them because on top of that, we have our crazy schedules, Right. We have our crazy schedules. We have, you know what I mean? Like your families, you have your, your, you know, your work deadlines, you have your friendships, you know what I mean? You have your personal things that you want to do, you know? And, and so it's like, you're, but you're coming home, you're, you're going out like where, where in this do you process the experiences, right? That you are receiving from the external world. This is a really, this is a really soul stirring question for me as I learn more and more about how we hold energy, you know what I mean? How we, you know, become sick, how we perpetuate illness in myself, the things that I'm seeing in my clients, the things that I'm seeing, because this is, it's never ending. It's an unfolding process, right? So for those of you who are just joining I'm talking about the position of women, right? And and really looking at it from like that archetype of women. And if you um, are curious about the words that I'm using, please go back to the beginning of the um, of the live and uh, listen to how I define the feminine and masculine energies, right? But you know, as you are experiencing yourself in the world, the expression of yourself in the world, and as you're experiencing other women in the world, and how we are being, um, you know, attacked or bothered, not listened to, hurt, maimed, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, client abuse, you know, psychological abuse, whatever the circumstances are, you are receiving this information and how are you processing it, right? Because we kind of just contribute to a collective energy. That's what we all do within our collective soul groups that we belong to. You know, like I was mentioning, this is a very nuanced conversation that I'm having here, right? And so you're experiencing these issues. How are you processing this? And then you're moving into, okay, now I'm, you know, going on with my day. I have to go to work. I have to, you know, take care of these people. I have these, you know, deadlines that I have to meet. And, you know, I've made plans and, oh man, and, you know, where am I going to have time for me? So we're folding ourselves into the corners of the calendars, right? Um, and we're not processing the experiences that we have. And so what happens, we begin to build up these armors, what are called like emotional armorings, defenses, right? Because, you know, how are you processing? What is it that you're doing? And you're, you're bracing yourself. We're bracing ourselves, knowing that there's more attacks. And oftentimes we don't even realize that we're doing that. You know, somebody says something to you and you clench your belly. You know what I mean? Or you grit your teeth or you, you know, you, you, you kind of move as though you've been hit or you, you know, move your body because you're actually receiving and you're experiencing what it is, right? And so how often have you heard, you know, distasteful jokes or experiences and you take them in and you, right? Okay. So I wanted to make sure that we're clear that we're all on the same page. Um, how are you handling this? 
you know, and how is it showing up? And that's the interesting piece. More times people, you'll hear them say, well, you know, I'm okay. I'm doing good. I just kind of shut it off and I keep going. Well, your body is listening to every single thing that you're going through. So if your circadian rhythm is off, you're not sleeping well, you know, you might be experiencing more anxiety, you might be heightened to the, you know, um, the news, uh, you know, or what you're hearing from friends and family, you feel triggered, you might be a bit more judgmental, you might be more critical, you know, based off of what you are receiving and you don't even realize that you're responding to and you're holding on to, you know, I don't know how many times like I hear things about women uh, and like, I just, I feel it. I feel it in my gut. I feel it in my uterus, you know, like, it's like, whoa, you know? Um, and so I, I just want to bring uh, more awareness to this. I want to bring, um, you know, our minds uh, to to this kind of experience that we're all having around us, right? And so where many of us are feeling like, you know, our hearts are disturbed, you know, by what it is that you're seeing your sister, your cousin, your friend, your workmate, your, your patient experience, you know what I mean? And how is this reflecting of you as a woman? How are you able to process this within your body, within your experience, right? Like, like, um, how, how do you relax? You know, I talk a lot about prioritizing self-care. I talk a lot about, you know, this act of taking care of the self. And it isn't just about, you know, pampering. I mean, like pampering is involved, but there's a very revolutionary act that comes with it because of how we as women are portrayed as needing to give our power to external sources, right? And, um, or, or when we assume our power, we have to maintain a very physical hard front, right? So you're, when you're running from, you know, one thing to the next and you're not able to catch yourself, you're not able to put yourself in perspective, you're not able to process what you're going through, right? Like time catches up to you. You eventually get groggy. You eventually, you know, begin to respond. And so what kind of, um, you know, tools would be the next question that you would begin to ask yourself, you know, like how, how do, first of all, how do I regard these experiences that I'm having? You know, like what is, what are the actual nuanced responses that I have when I hear these things happening around me? How am I processing these in my everyday liberty, in my everyday life, you know? Is my body responding? And my is my eating responding? Is my, you know what I mean? Are, are my cycles responding? Is my response to other women responding? Like what's happening to me in these moments, right? One thing I know to be true um, is that a lot of people may, um, you know, work on trying to sleep more, trying to, you know, turn your phone off, get more time for yourself. You know what I mean? Like try to block out uh, moments where you can uh, have more silence. Uh, without interruptions, you know, maybe you'll consider using your benefits if you have them. You know, I mean, the people I know have benefits and they don't use them. And it's like, if you have the ability, 
You know what I mean? Not processing who's got time to do that. Exactly. Right. If you have, and, and this exactly, this is where this moment of the conversation comes into, you know, highlight, you know, you have the opportunity, you have the benefits, you have the means, or you have the resources and you don't take advantage of it. Why are we like this? Why are we like this? This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tune, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. Some people might have to take a sabbatical, a whole, you know, and completely stop what they're doing because they're unable to, you know, um, maintain the, the, the pace of what they're doing, you know, or some people might, you know, you just confide in the people around you. How are you processing? How are you able to regain your time? How are you able to regain access to your body? Because, you know, we take on these you know, nuances around us and we begin to respond in different ways. And then we come up with these habits and we don't realize why we're so tense. How come our shoulder is up here? Our arms are up here. Our hands are always crossed. Our feet are always moving. Our thoughts are always racing. You know, like there's a lot to, to, to consider. So like I have had moments working with people who experience these kinds of things. So I work with doulas, I work with nurses, I work with birth workers, I work with women in general, professionals, corporate, I work, you know, across the field with many different people. And what I've noticed, you know, um, for some of my healthcare workers um, who have wound issues, one in particular, you know, like working with very hectic schedules, um, and, and in an abusive relationship with herself and how she's able to receive. You know, um, how does that work? And, you know, may, not having enough time to get things done and spinning around in circles, you know what I mean? And having a pattern of no time, you know what I mean? Based off of procrastination, based off of, you know what I mean? Experiences that she's not um, dealt with, based off of, you know, like pain um, that, you know, she's experiencing. And, and so it's like, we needed to go over everything we needed to create a map. We needed to bring, you know, into awareness, like this is your life that you're living. These are the experiences that you're having. These are the people that you interface with, that you interact with. These 
things that you're doing are reactions. These, this is not you responding, right? And, and like, we all need to go through this process of reflection, right? Like even those who are experienced, you know? Um, and so by putting her in that position of being able to reflect and get very clear on the alignment of, of what the goal is and how you're going to create a new foundation for yourself um, and for your future self, right? As you're building towards your future self, like how am I going to pro like how am I going to, you know, relax my body? How am I going to not be anxious? You know what I mean? How am I going to deal with the botheration or even the physical sensation of botheration that I'm experiencing in my heart when I see and feel and go through particular experiences. You know, if you're with me, let me know, give me some hearts, you know, um, or if you're on the replay, you can, you know, hashtag replay, replay and let me know what your responses to this are, you know. Um, but having gone through the process with this particular client and many others, um, one of the things or a few of the things that she specifically has revealed or was telling me that, you know, like doing this work and realizing where she stands, you know, on the front line, um, receiving, you know, from the environment around her and how she gives to her family um, and doing this work, the level of stress that she's experiencing has gone down, how she's able to process what's coming to her, you know what I mean? How she's filtering this. Um, her level of performance she was talking about has gone up. She knows, you know, what is going on, you know, and feels as though she is in control of herself like the work is never done. Uh, in her experience and in her words, uh, she's moved leaps and bounds, right? Um, she's, and, and, and so within her ability to reflect on her own situation, on her own health, on her own, you know what I mean? Um, health concerns, her own challenges, you know, like there are quite a few uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful, um, uh, end results to, um, to the work that we've had together. Um, and it's still ongoing and I didn't, you know, don't want to talk too much about, um, what it is that she's, she's, she's going through, but definitely, um, you know, I think that, uh, it's time for us to realize that when we gather together, uh, in collective, in a group, when you're working, on yourself and when you're bringing this work back to the collective and then you go back and work on yourself, that back and forth is so crucial. Having led a uh, Healing the Planet through Meditation uh, group um, series uh, over the last, having led this group over the last um, year um, and integrating more of a meditative and mindful experience with my clients, um, I'm, I, I see just how important that group element is. You know, we talk about where two and three are gathered, but when you're doing the work and you're, and you have people who are on that same journey, you know, getting that level of revelation um, and uh, re the reevaluating and getting those levels of revelations with you, uh, you know, and you're going through that process of, of, you know, really paying attention to your relationship to your challenges and, and how you are able to, to get through to the other side, 
you know, you're contributing to the collective. I was talking earlier about how we contribute to the collective with our thoughts. You know, we contribute through our soul groups, as well as, you know, different groups that we see and associate with through our personality and in the actual, you know, 3D um, experience. But when we're looking at our soul groups as women, as, you know what I mean, as this and as that, and, you know, moving higher up into different realms, like we are constantly contributing. And so when we're contributing fear, to the collective, we're feeding that particular miasm, we're feeding that, you know, way of thinking, that belief, that paradigm. And so as when we as women are able to disassociate ourselves from that, when we as birth workers are able to recognize that we're taking in this information and we're able to, you know, as parents, as mothers, as nourishers, as women who stay in circumstances, you know, for, because they feel as though this is what's needed for their family. Like I see you, I hear you. So your level of self-care is important because you're contributing to the the energetic layers of, of the, the, the pastiche of women, you know, <laughs> how, how else can I, can I describe this? You know, how, how better, uh, I'm sure the words will come in another live, in another uh, episode uh, that, that will be way more um, eloquent. Um, but for now, that's what I have to offer. You know, um, the challenges that we need to overcome to get to this point of feeling as though we're able to process experiences and not feel as though our body is off whack, because that's what it is. You know, like we are experiencing different levels of stress, different, you know, you know, um, threats are being constantly bombarded at us through the different social media outlets, people, uh, stories, life, you know, like what is it in the air? Uh, chemtrails, right? But, um, we're constantly being bombarded and we respond when we don't respond, we are internalizing. We are internalizing and we're putting up a defense and we thank you for your offering. Give thanks for that. Um, and we're putting up our defense, right? And so here we have our emotional armory. We're staying silent and we are, um, are, are, we are defending ourselves. We are putting up, you know, defenses, to these areas of our body that are receiving and perceiving these threats, right? And so by becoming aware of how your body is responding and what is off, right? Like your rhythm is off, you're not able to sleep, you're not able to eat, maybe you're, you know, feeling a bit more moody, um, you're, you know, biting at people a little bit more, maybe you're, you know, like you're really feeling uh, experiences coursing through your body, you're feeling the emotional charges, right? And nothing else is being effective. It's important to first of all, tell yourself that you do have time, you have time is the most precious commodity in the world. It's more precious, more price is priceless. It's more priceless, more precious than money, money, gold, silver, everything time. You don't have time. You don't have anything. You can make all the money in the world. You can't spend it. If you don't have time, you can have all the money in the world. If you don't have health to spend the money and be happy that you know what I mean? Like your time is so, so, so important. And we will tell ourselves that we're so occupied that we're not able to get things done. You know, I don't have time to do this. I don't have time to put this into my schedule. I don't have time to reflect on these kinds of things. We're taught that we don't have time. You do have time. It's important. You need to address your mindset. And that's one of the first things. The second thing is, you know, I want you to think about care for me, care for you. Do you need it? Do you need 
care. Like really stop and think. Don't brush over it. Don't, you know, fall back into your regular, oh, I do my little blaze day. You know what I mean? Your blaze day may be it for a season. You may be in a completely different season and require different tools. Okay. So do I need it? Do you need it? Do you need to be cared for? Right. Because listen, the shoemaker tends to not have shoes, right? As wound carriers, egg carriers, givers of life, birthers, birth workers, health care giver practitioners, women who work with women, people who work with women, womb carriers, like this whole process here for us, we tend to avoid stuff. You know what I mean? Like we will deal with everyone. We will give to everyone. We will offer up every single ounce of resource that we have to everyone, give them our unsolicited opinions that they don't need, but we won't take care of ourselves, right? So are you avoiding things, right? Like when, you know, these kinds of issues come up where you feel as though you're not getting the, um, you know, excuse me, <laughs> you're not um, processing or you're not sleeping well, or you're, you know what I mean? You're feeling as though you're experiencing things around you and you're not, you're not able to move beyond them, right? Like how is it showing up? Are you, you know, like you might be blocking it here and you might, it might be showing up somewhere else and you're blocking it somewhere else. So we need to start tracking it. Like just start paying attention what's going on, right? People will treat you how you allow them to treat you. Okay. Coming back to that question, care for self. Do I care for me? How does this look like in relation to other people? What is this interpersonal relationship? Because there's your intimate relationship with yourself. And then there's in this interpersonal experience that we have with the people we interface with, right? Um, and so these are the things I want us to consider, right? If we're staying silent and we realize that we might be armoring ourselves emotionally, bracing ourselves you know, for things that might be coming our way. How is this looking? How is this showing up? You know what I mean? And, and, and can I become aware of this? You know, so this is what I wanted to leave you with today. These are my thoughts. These are the feelings. I also wanted to share with you that on the 28th of October, I'm having a self-care virtual class. It's a monthly class that I'm going to be offering, giving women, uh, womb carriers, egg carriers, a chance to learn techniques, to be able to uh, keep yourself accountable to your own self-care, like we talk about it. And we see these really wonderful, uh, you know, videos, memes that people took hours to create and edit. And it's like, you know, what is the reality of that? Like, what does, like, how is self-care radical? Like, how can I maintain this? And how in heaven's name can I meditate, right? How many people uh, do I have conversations with who tell me that they have a difficult time sitting for more than like, you know, a minute or two minutes. And it's like the mind is so important. And if we are unable to control our minds and we are very much being controlled, once again, we have, you know, more than 60,000 thoughts a day. We're receiving more than 2 million bits of information at a time, at any given moment, at any given moment, 2 million bits of information, internal and external. So what in heaven's name 
are you doing if you are not able to control or at least learn how to become a friend with your mind? So we're going to learn meditation. We're going to learn different forms of uh, care. And if that is something of importance to you and you are looking for a monthly accountability, please make sure and click on the link and join us. And that being said, I wish you all a wonderful day, good evening, afternoon, or morning, wherever you are and whenever you watch this video. Video, make sure to hashtag replay and let me know what you took away from this and like, subscribe, and share. Take care. Be well. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else Get up off your bed and walk Your time is now so don't be fooled I see you questioning the simple signs Step out of line it's time to move Hey you would do for someone else.